You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I'm Calvin, and you're listening to Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. This show is an experiment in civility, gathering people who disagree to sit down face-to-face and having them discuss their disagreements. Do we ever arrive at consensus? Sometimes. What's most important is we've got the conversation started. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. I am your host, Calvin Moore. And per usual, I am here with my co-hosts, Kent Straith and Steve Phelps. What's going on, guys? Good to be back in the studio, guys. Yeah, that green screen really looks like the back of the studio there. Yeah, so as I said last week, uh, we we weren't sure if we were going to be in the studio tonight. We were planning on it. I guess there were some power issues. So we just called an audible and decided to do it at home. And by called an audible, I mean, Dave said, you're zooming you're on my own tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, let's. So apparently, what was going on is there were uh, the generator is randomly kicking in for no apparent reason and sending surges through things, and so that Ooh. just seemed like a bad idea. So I, I had them go in and turn everything off for me, and I was like, "Yeah, no, n- no." <laughs> yeah, don't don't want to be our last show. Where we're all electrocuted. The microphones are right. right. So but what a way to close the year. Yeah. What a way. To, yeah. yeah. Hashtag twenty twenty. Yeah. It would seem appropriate. <laughs> like that was an appropriate ending to the show. They all died. Um, so, uh, how how was your guys' week? Can't see what you guys do. Uh, it was good. Yeah, you know, last, all right, so so I have something that was interesting. Last weekend, uh, I had this uh, fantastic conversation with a woman who'd spent, and I was telling Kent about this this week. She uh, lived in the Soviet Union for 35 years before moving here and spending the last basically 30 years here. So I got to have this really interesting conversation with her about communism versus capital. So she's a, actually a chemical engineer by trade. So she's extremely smart. So we were able to talk about, you know, uh, you know, wealth of nations. Uh, we, were talk- we were able to talk about Marx and Smith and and. So besides her actual experience, like dealing with the Cold War from a Soviet perspective, super cool for anyone who's likes that sort of thing. I thought it was exciting. I, I didn't ask when we were. Ta- I didn't ask when we were talking about her before. Is she after growing up there for after spending her first thirty five years there? Is she mm-hmm. a, is she a communist? Um, well, she she would argue that uh, the Soviet Union never arrived at communism. Mm. Uh, she prefers. She would prefer communism, but she says it's probably just that's you, you're having to depend on people being perfect. Okay. Uh, she does prefer socialism. Uh, we talked about the future of capitalism and can it survive on the route it's going. And she her her opinion was, well, she's guessing the future will be some sort of capitalist socialist meld, which we kind of already have. But she thought probably so then you punch her. You, did you punch her in the face and then take all her stuff? She is a sturdy powerful russian woman mm. i'm sure she'd take my stuff actually yeah. so <laughs> right <laughs> i i wasn't gonna pick a fight with her i wasn't actually the, the, my interview with her was over zoom so i i was okay was did, you, did you ask her to say something like uh oh no that would, that'd be the wrong you said she's from russia right russia she's yes. from ukraine she she was born in ukraine yeah. and then she studied in moscow and she's that's where she went to school did you did you ask her to say something like i can you say Dos I Badania, you? Comrade? You say like I don't know. <laughs> did, did you say I, I will break you? Say I will break you. I will break uh, you. Yeah. If he dies, missed if he dies, opportunities. If he dies, you know what yeah, these were? Missed, missed opportunities. opportunities. I, but I, t- I did tell her it's funny in the United States, our education on the Soviet Union came from Rocky. So 
Rocky, Sean Connor, uh, James Bond. Yeah, those. I told her that's where our generation yeah. comes from. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, you guys uh, are the enemy, and uh, basically, you know. <laughs> but now I'm thinking about. I, oh yeah, Gru- Hans Gruber was what German? German. German. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I think about that for a second. All right. So Kent, your week highlight of my week was today when I met Santa Claus, the real hey. one. Hey, that's the real, real one. The real so you one. met Tim Allen. You met Tim Allen. That's awesome. Didn't meet oh. Tim Allen, but uh, I, I will have pictures to show for, for next week's episode. Are we doing one next week? I don't know. For the Christmas episode. No, we're off next week. We're whatever next we're week. doing. Uh, whatever we're doing, uh, I will have pictures for you. I, Definitely I, have it for the Christmas episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, awesome. was, that was a highlight. Santa is exactly uh, how you think he is, just a little naughtier. Oh. See... Okay. Yeah, that's uh, I. I went on a uh, on a cruise, a river cruise, with my wife uh, a few years ago. It was a dinner cruise on uh, the Detroit River, and it was in July. And the theme was Christmas in July, and it was hot as blazes. It was three floors. It was called the Ovation, um, and on all three floors they had different food, uh, and everybody to get on the boat had to bring a Christmas gift. So we brought a fully wrapped Christmas gift, and we were giving it to charity. And they had Santa Claus there. Nice. And uh, Santa Claus. The, the real Santa was, Claus? Same guy. Uh, yeah. the same, they the had one the same, it was today? the same one. The same one. Uh, and he was in, a, he, he was committed. He was committed. We're talking like, it felt like the hottest day of the year. Probably and, was. Uh, yeah. like, like, I'm wearing a tank top and shorts and women are wearing skirts that might as well have been shirts. Uh, and I'm like, it's not that hot out, but it was hot. And Santa is in the full wool <laughs> get up. I was like, ah, you're just, you're committed. You're committed. Cause I would have come in a summer Santa outfit or something. Speaking, speaking of committed, I like how, uh, Calvin, when you get, uh, the opportunity to go on a romantic multi-course dinner cruise, wear a tank top that's, uh, committed to the uh committed to the event look look it was for my job oh, we were oh even better there. It, was, yeah. it was a team building event and it was open to the public it, whatever we had fun thanks Great. for that absolutely we, we can't all wear we can't all wear ties on podcasts absolutely can't, can't <laughs> look, at look at that tie mm-hmm. although uh, in, 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 in your defense i did wear a tie on a podcast a few weeks ago uh for one, of, did. On, on one of our guest shows yes uh, but Either way, this week we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. We're going to start off playing uh, some supertheticals again, just because I think it's funny. Uh, and I want to see what our guests have to say with these scenarios. Uh, but I want to introduce our guests first. And we will start off by introducing back to the line a, uh, we're going to just call you a friend of the show at this point, Mr. Josh Lewis. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Calvin. Good to be back. Man, I, I never quite know what to say when you when you mention that, because I've been on long enough. I don't want to devolve the in- entire resume but let i let me the- ask josh yes let me ask josh you have a keyboard <laughs> behind you you've never talked about the keyboard you've told just about yourself your political leanings your idea a little bit of your ideology there's a keyboard behind you do you play i do and i actually i don't know if you can see it or not i have a uh a banjo on the wall there too oh yeah Excellent. I don't don't play that all right i uh i'm a little rusty i'll be honest uh-huh. i would think with covid i would have all the time in the world to practice but i have not devoted myself to it i uh um at my prime, I play a very hot, uh, ragtimey Southern gospel. Uh, oh. The old, the old uh, uh, umpaw sound like somebody's got four hands on a keyboard. <laughs> it's a dying right. art, but wow. uh, it's, it's my, a lot of fun. My, 
my wife's mother, my mother-in-law would love you. She lo- she loves that stuff. It, so, you know, uh, it's, it's very popular with the ladies 80 and over. <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, so jo- you have not been on the show <laughs> it's all yet coming with, with, with uh, Professor Trumbor, uh, who's been on, uh, who was on before. He also plays banjo and plays in an Americana band. He's a political scientist from uh, up our way. Uh, he's going to be back on the show uh, early next year on a, I think we're, uh, we're going to do an episode on what terrorism and, and international conflict. And he also, yes, he plays banjo. Uh, I think uh, uh, pedal steel uh, and in a guitar himself, and he's a part of an Americana band with his wife. I think we should call it now. I think we should call it now to open that show. We should have Josh on as well. Josh should, should have be on them the show. Yeah, show us <laughs> a little bit, of, a little bit of their banjo skills. Um, <laughs> a little dueling banjos. I like it. I, I was going to say that it, you know it's all coming together now. Leaning conservative does southern gospel, <laughs> plays banjo. I'm like I'm starting <laughs> to see some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some themes here uh but no uh welcome back to the show josh always welcome to always uh, glad to have you uh next up we have my lovely bride calling in from the back office uh jennifer moore jennifer tell us a little bit about your lovely self well uh i am married to a very handsome man and he's quite incredibly uh, intelligent as well um so i'm very happy with that and uh he is actually Surprise on the show, too. Um, <laughs> it's Josh. <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyhow, no, I'm just, I'm teasing. But uh, not that that's not true. Uh, I am in real estate. And um, yeah, that's, that's. What a, Jen, what a coincidence. The current president of the United States and his entire family is also in real estate. Except my, my wife does it honestly. She doesn't oh, okay. take people out of their homes. They're, they're so we're, we're just not renting them in first. They've had a lot of real estate feelings <laughs> as well. So, anyways. Well, you, there have been some houses you didn't sell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, wow. Probably, I mean, wow. The difference is, is I, I don't try to sell myself as the entrepreneur to like make a university to have people follow me and then not follow through where, where to now that's awfully specific that's, that's very specific, specific. <laughs> she decided against it she was going to open one and then trump university failed miserably she's like you know what you know what? I, don't think, I don't i don't think education is going to be a thing much longer that was uh those were her exact words <laughs> uh, and then next welcoming back to the show after a very very long absence he called me pleading to be on the show he had been blacklisted for a long time we were like screw that guy he can never come back no i don't um, remember it that no way. it just that never ever happened but no uh <laughs> i generally send out an email list to people who've been on the show and i guess he wasn't getting them i i emailed so dr reese uh, sorry william uh is uh william reese is on the show tonight and i'll have him introduce introduce himself in a moment but i just thought it was funny he he emailed back and he said I didn't even know y'all were still doing these. <laughs> you guys like, are still around. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got a lot more episodes now too. Um, so no, no, this is our first episode back, William. Uh, but no, uh, William, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me back. Uh, it's good to see that everyone is uh, uh, blessed and healthy and looking good. I'm a uh, <clears throat> psychotherapist, a professor, and a pastor in the Detroit metropolis. Um, somewhat conservative leaning in my political thought. Uh, 
advocate for uh, men and masculinities, children and families, of course, African-Americans, and uh, just passionate about education, uh, spirituality, and several other topics. And um, I'm just relieved that uh, America is going into a new era. And thankfully, um, uh, I can make a contribution to tonight's episode and overall happy guy. Good to be here. Speaking of happy, true story, Dr. Reese William was a guest on the least fun episode of this show ever. <laughs> so, was that the, that the that Trump election it. episode? It was the Trump election episode. Yes, man, that was yeah. that was a rough night. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, everybody very, remembers very, their first. Very different from two weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Yes, <laughs> it's like um. So okay, so so guys, uh, guys and girl, lovely lady. Uh, my wife has already played. My my wife has already played this game. But it's a card game called Superthetical's, and I, I like to just kind of get the juices flowing. And basically, these cards have a hypothetical person on them or a specific person on them. We're gonna go with hypothetical tonight. Uh, and so I describe the person. I'm gonna give each. I'm gonna give each one of you a person who you have to imagine who they are, and then I'm gonna give you a scenario, and then you got to answer that question about this person. Okay, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, William first because it's been a while. It's been a while since you've been here. I think this will be fun. All right, here we go. And I did not. I did not uh, pre-screen these questions, so I. I don't think apologize that they're, they're for the profanity. It's raw. There, like there, it there are a few ones that I was like, oh my god. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, William, here we go. This person is a stranger who looks like a younger version of your mother, hmm. and acts. And acts like a younger version of your father. He's a hypothetical person. That's all you got to know about him. Okay. Now, Would you take her to the fish under the sea dance? <laughs> <laughs> you okay. So here we go. But go on. All right. So so here's the here's the situation. <laughs> and the situation ends up with a question. You have to answer the question. All right. So you're walking down a city street on a warm, sunny afternoon. You're in a great mood, but in an instant, everything changes. The sky turns an ominous shade of purple. The darkening clouds churn as the wind increases and the temperature drops 20 degrees. You hear strange noises, almost as if unseen people are moaning in the distance. You smell something acrid. Maybe I said that wrong. I don't know. You smell something acrid that you've never smelled before. The strangers around you start to get nervous and a few begin to panic. The imagined person suddenly appears in front of you, looks directly into your eyes and says, Come with me now. There is no time to discuss what's happening. You just have to trust me. Do you follow this person? Uh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Why? <laughs> they, they, they look like a younger version of your mother, and okay. they act like a younger version of your father. They say, trust me. Can't tell you what's going on. We got to go. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> If it's a younger version of my father, then yes, I would. He acts like a younger version of your father, but looks like a younger version of your mom. Okay. I'm, now, with that taken into consideration, I... Oh, gosh. He Does make any sense? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, because you totally dropped out. What happened? What happened? Came, that was so perfect. It's like, oh, does that make sense? Dramatic. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So explain why you don't follow him. Explain why you don't follow him. Uh, maybe stubbornness. Okay. Just maybe stubbornness. No one is going to tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't care what color the sky is. <laughs> or what kind of weird sulfur in the air. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably body burning. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So not my yeah. time yet. <laughs> All right, Josh, I'm going to ask you the next question. The only reason I'm asking you is because my wife and I have actually asked this question before of each other. And it's a, it's a fun question. Um, this person is someone you have nothing in common with. They are the polar opposite of you in every meaningful way. They also have an annoying voice and an overbearing personality. All right. That's got to match this person. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. This is obviously pre-COVID because you're seated next to this person on a commercial flight to Colorado. For two hours, they conduct a one-sided conversation, regaling you nonstop with boring stories about their own brilliance. Suddenly, the left engine falls off the plane and the other spontaneously fails. The plane begins to nosedive. Most passengers start screaming and panicking, but your seatmate remains inexplicably calm and composed. They grab your hand, tell you their name, and say the following. I live in Denver. My name is in the phone book. If I die and you survive, you must call my spouse and tell them that all the money is in a briefcase at the YMCA next to our house. In locker number 123, the combination of the locker is 123. They repeat this information twice so you will remember it. The plane crashes into a field outside Denver. They die on impact but you miraculously survive without a scratch. What do you do with the information they gave you? Speaking of information, <laughs> boy, was there a lot of it in that story. <laughs> I know. But it's great. We, we get, I love it. But we, get, we know the point. We got the point. We got okay. the gist. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> so just to clarify, Calvin, this is a, only a hypothetical, right? This is a hypothetical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a superthetical. Okay, okay. superthetical. Okay, fair All enough. Right. I, uh, I, I think I most definitely would, in fact, follow the, um, uh, the dying request of this man uh, uh, at great effort. If for no other reason than that sounds like um, a surefire haunting. And, and I think yeah, a, a haunting for the remainder of my life by someone who have, you have introduced me as a polar opposite of myself and who sounds like they're just mind-numbingly boring, uh, uh, irritating, um, I, I, I think would be a, a fate worse than death. So, no, I, I would, um, with great fear and urgency and haste, carry out his dying wishes. Josh, that okay. logic was sound. That was, that was it sound sounds to me logic. like Josh believes this has happened to him before. fulfilling dying requests. So, because, I, but, but because he's afraid of being haunted. Right. So what does that say about the future of Mitch McConnell and RBG's ghost? <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. I just, I, I got to say, your, your reasoning to Steve is sound, but here's sound. what I took away from that. I don't want to be haunted by Casper the Boring Ghost. Or irritating. Or, or no, yeah, or, more yeah, irritating. irritating. I, I'm, be, okay. Look, I'm a CPA. I can do boring. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. All right. So you don't, you don't want to. Okay. So basically, let's assume it's like the ghost of Gilbert Gottfried, and they got that voice. Yeah. <laughs> what, you don't want to be <laughs> haunted by Iago. Now uh, listen, Josh. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Jennifer, uh, Jennifer says Jennifer Travis on the screen. Jennifer Moore. 
Here we go. This, this person is the best possible version of your current self. I like her already. I like her already. So here we go. Think of all the skills you currently possess. You are now able to perform those skills at an extremely high level. You are a verified expert in all the subjects that intellectually interest you. Your various weaknesses and flaws no longer exist. Like You're on a plane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to Josh. Um, <laughs> You're regaling him with stories. No. Um, imagine, ima- imagine what your life would be if you were this person. How different is the life you currently lead from the one you've imagined? Well, I would say the biggest difference is my husband is constantly, perpetually frustrated. Because all the things... <laughs> I yeah. would like to say that I, um, you know, fail at would frustrate him because, yeah, he would always be wrong. And that would not. <laughs> well. My life wouldn't change that much then. I'm always wrong now. I mean, it's. Well, I mean, I'm right, but know, I'm always wrong somehow. I don't. There's something <laughs> where you're like, you know, you could do better at this. And okay. <laughs> you know, challenge me to be better, right? Because we do that. To, we challenge each other to be our best selves. So um, I would imagine a really big difference is if I was always challenging you and there was never anything for you to challenge me on, that would get quite frustrating. And yeah, yeah that, would, that would that would bug me after a while. But, you know, it's kind of still cool being married to Superwoman. You know, pretty sweet. And I'll tell you this. So uh, my wife and I spent the day kind of rearranging the house. We, we have an entire... <clears throat> Call, call me evil, but you can You're see evil. those, and, and a lot of uh, bibliophiles will agree with you here in a moment. Uh, but we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six bookcases. Now we have five. We threw one a so, day. Uh, okay, we, now we have we had seven. Now we have six. Okay, we had seven. Now we have six. Um, we threw away did not donate we threw away an entire bookcase full of books so our recycle bin is outside at the curb we recycled them that's a little different we recycled them i know look how many look how many are left still i know but um it was hard it was hard we had to go through and figure out which books we wanted to keep and which books were like how did we even get this no one's ever going to read this it's dated material that kind of stuff so uh, it is full to the brim Kelvin, I loaned you a book like three years ago. You didn't throw that one. Out. It's <laughs> probably gone. No. <laughs> no okay. I don't, I don't even know what book you're talking about. To back up, like we would have, pro- we would have donated them, but with Corona, there's so many limitations on, you know what what they're accepting where that we just we really weren't sure on where to take them. The political mind, Calvin. The political mind. Oh, oh no, no, no. The political, uh, the political mind is actually uh, sitting in the old office, right. in the in, in my old office where where Jen is right now. She can look up okay. and, can and look see at it. it right now. It's on the okay. top. Oh That's fine. no, We're fine, We're fine. oh no, Steve. You, I didn't. I didn't recycle the book you gave me. That one I set on fire. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> No, that is a great book. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we rearranged the the room. I will tell you this. If, Jen, you were that best person and you were just making buku book, buku, she's showing you. There you go. She, it's right there. Right there in the corner. Books. All right. Um, 
safe and sound. We we would not have done the rearranging that we did today. <laughs> we would have paid someone to do the rearranging <laughs> that we did today. I'm glad that you all can't see into the into the dining room over here because it's still trashed. I still do good by my. I mean, I don't think I do bad. But no, I'm not. No, like, you, no, no, no. You do great. I'm just saying, if you were like top of your field, you we'd be super, super rich. I'd be a kept man. I would be a kept man. I, I would be uh, in uh, counseling with uh, with uh, William, saying, "I don't, I don't feel like a man because I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just at home eating bonbons." What's my day. super thetical? <laughs> I want a question. Okay, here's, oh, here's an idea. Here's an idea. How about it not be something a man has to go to therapy for because a woman does what men do all the time. I just get, I get, I gather my identity from work, and if you were just making a good gazillion dollars, I don't think I would. So and most men do. Yeah. So um, uh, <laughs> let's, I'll, I'll try to. I'm going to go with a slow, uh, a light question. Uh, no, that was. Kent, you're no. a slave master. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can. I can relate. Okay. They Why need is some that context for that one. The last time we played, he ended up being a slave master in a scenario, and it was uh, was not great. Okay, um, here we go. Uh, hypothetical person, Kent. I wasn't going to include you and Steven. This I was going to get into Thanksgiving, but that's okay. Here we go. So this person is your genetic clone. Wait. Okie doke. Uh, oh, wait, no, we haven't asked this one. This person is your genetic clone. They look exactly like you and have the same levels of intelligence and confidence. They desire and fear the same things you do. The only differences are whatever they've gained from their own personal experiences. Yeah. Right? That's the only way they're different. Okay. It has come to your attention that your clone is trying to destroy you. The definition Naturally. of destruction. The, the definition of destruction is whatever it means to you. There can be only one. Some people say your clone is trying to destroy you because it is the evil version of yourself. Others insist your clone is trying to kill you because you are the evil version. You have three options. You can go into hiding. You can meet your clone and try to use reason and diplomacy, or you can attempt to destroy your clone before it destroys you. (laughs) Which option do you select, Kent? That's Uh, a good one. I I enslave them. I enslave them. (laughs) Three. Uh, Three. Three. So you destroy, you attempt to destroy your clone before it destroys you. Uh, all hands on deck, every man for himself. <laughs> See, st- Kent strikes me as a, a thinker, a diplomat, and now he's trying to destroy this this clone's life. You no. truly are the evil version. You're no, evil I'm not. Version. I'm not the evil version. I'm. I'm just standing up for. I'm standing up for myself. He's I mean, a I pragmatist. Didn't, he, I didn't this start just this sense. fight. I didn't start this fight, but I will. Finish. But he'll, he'll, <laughs> I will end it. <laughs> you, you're walking over, but you're limping back. Oh, <laughs> come on, Cletus. I stand, right. I stand by this idea because that's I'm, how I am. Like, don't I'm your Huckleberry. Me. Don't come for me, or you'll lose. Like, I, 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 I can respect this. That's the answer. I'm with you. All right. All right. As well, as a guest we had on the show once, I uh, was it was it Niles Niles Heron. Once, uh, once said so memorably, at least to me, he said, "Don't come for me. I didn't send for you." Yeah, I didn't send for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't come for me. Right. Don't come for me if I didn't call for you. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find one more for Steve. If, if Steve wants to do one, yeah, I'll do one. At least we're doing them all. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find a hypothetical person. Uh, 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 while we're waiting, uh, while oh, Calvin's oh. doing that, I was yep. just going to say, before we end the show tonight, we're talking about Thanksgiving. I want to hear from everybody in the room. 
on what your favorite Thanksgiving movie is. And I'll start Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Nobody copy me. Okay. Uh, yep. we, will, we will get there in I said that. Now. I said that because Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is, I think, the only Thanksgiving movie. So I'm interested in what anybody <laughs> has Did Macaulay Culkin ever get he- like left home alone on a Thanksgiving in any of those 17 movies? I don't think. It was just two. And I don't, I don't like believe 17. so. Yeah. I'm willing to bet, Kent, that there's mm-hmm. some Hallmark movies out there. There probably are. Just to guess. Okay, here we, here yeah. we go, Steve. Got one. Got one. All right. I should okay. ask this for, yeah, I should, should ask this of William since he does therapy, but this one's fun. This All person right. seems exactly like someone you dated or might have dated when you were younger. The way they look and the way they act mirrors the type of person a younger version of yourself was often attracted to or involved with. All right. All right. You're a therapist. This person is your patient. Everything about their life seems ideal, yet they remain unhappy. I don't understand it, they tell you at the end of your first therapy session. It's almost like there's something about myself that everyone else can see, but I can't see it. I can't shake the feeling that there's something crucial about my personality that I don't understand, even though it's obvious to everyone else. What could it be? You are a good therapist, so you don't make any arbitrary accusations or offer any unfounded conjecture. You simply agree to meet the patient again next week and discuss this problem further. But privately, what do you assume is the probable answer to their question? What? <laughs> well, am I, I a good therapist? I've answered this before. This is funny. Am, am I a good therapist? I guess it's, I mean, I, I, I uh, find that most good... therapists ha- have someone pegged within right. five minutes of walking in the door. It was it was the bells, wasn't it? It was the bells. It was the bells. The sirens. It was the bells. Yeah. <laughs> it was the sirens. Yeah, the bells. If I'm a good therapist, I'm not. I'm not presupposing. I need to talk to the person longer. If I'm a good therapist, if I'm just me, a bad therapist, then I'm probably, pre- I'm probably thinking, <laughs> uh, gosh, um, let's see. Uh, so how deep, do I, uh, if it's somebody I would have been interested in when I was young, uh, this is an oddly gosh, complex question. This is a complex <laughs> question. You guys like, I'm not sure I even understood it all. Uh, I mean, it reminds me of someone you dated before. They're exactly like someone you dated before. <laughs> you now you're not with that person because you understand the problems that person had. Now you've got someone just like them in your chair. Reese is nodding. I feel like we ought to have him jump in. Since yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm thinking like if I was a good therapist, I would I wouldn't have any preconceived notions after you know the one one discussion. So. Uh, the answer is I would be a better therapist than that. And even if I thought for a moment I had her pegged after five seconds, uh, I, I don't think I would without hearing a little bit more about her and who she is and, and what what consumes her. <clears throat> All right. That's my answer. Fair enough. All right. So that being said, let's let's talk about Thanksgiving. The reason <laughs> why I like doing these now, those who have listened to the show before a few weeks ago, uh, they heard uh, Kent, Steve and I actually uh go over some of these cars it was a great episode it was a lot of fun go back and listen to it if you want uh but <clears throat> one of my holiday pastimes whether it's thanksgiving whether it's christmas uh whether it's easter is uh our we gather with our friends we gather with our family and we play games you know after everything is done after all the you know the the food has been eaten on thanksgiving all the presents have been opened on christmas whatever um we we end up playing a lot of games throughout the night as a matter of fact Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Had, 
Yes, yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was going for. But last Christmas, and this is not a Christmas episode, but last Christmas we had a bunch of friends over after they had all celebrated with their families. We all came over and we had a big game night. It was a lot of fun. So uh, that's one of uh, my favorite things about Thanksgiving, which we'll get into in a little bit. But thank you guys for humoring me uh, on that. So let's let's kind of just dive in how do you it's a kind of soft lob across the plate episode here nothing too controversial um let's talk about our thanksgiving traditions how how did you grow up celebrating thanksgiving what traditions did you carry into your own family what did you add um and uh josh we'll we'll, we'll start with you well showing the uh the the banjo earlier uh you saying this all fits together i had this you might expect sort of a norman rockwell uh holiday season um, I was very fortunate in that both my mother and father's parents lived in the same neighborhood, just right down the street from each other. Bet they loved so, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. A, and, and for much of my childhood, we actually lived in that same neighborhood, too. So all in-laws love each other. Fact. Go on, Josh. <laughs> my my um, grandfather on my mom's side, I kid you not, first met dad when he come when he came to the house to pick up mom for their first date. He kicked open the back door with a double barrel shotgun and uh, chased him into his car saying, I want to talk to you about my daughter. Um, he was not a psychopath. He it was actually, actually a, did that? He actually did that. Now, uh, Oklahoma, ladies I was going to say, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma cliches have come to life here on this episode. He I, was, I, see and, me, I see so many memes of mothers who are like, I wish, I, I wish a father would do that to my kid. I will show up and <laughs> beat his ass to death. But go, go on. Go on, <laughs> but he and, and just to be and, and just to clarify, my grandfather was not a, a sociopath. Uh, he, he was he was an, an incredible prankster, and there there are all sorts of stories I could share. But that's a um, funny joke. Yes, uh, the gun no. wasn't loaded. He only winged my dad. It's fine. They got it. <laughs> uh, but that um, th- that was my family. They were, they were a lot of fun, and we uh, we always got to two time. You know, we'd eat uh, a big meal with one, and then. Uh, we would go down the street to the other side of the family and hang out with them and play games. And, and then the next year, we would just switch it up. And it worked perfectly until all my siblings started getting married. And then uh, uh, and then multiply the number of families, and it, it's a little bit more complicated to carry that out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, Jen, how'd you grow up celebrating things? Um, celebrating Thanksgiving? Well, yeah. my mom, first, first of all, my mom is an excellent cook, so... Um, <laughs> That was always, you know, a nice, um, a nice holiday because she really just always tried to cook whatever our favorite dish was for the holiday. Um, and so she would sit down with us and say, hey, you know, what do you guys want? And so, you know, most of the time my mom <laughs> didn't give us much input on the menu. Um, but at Thanksgiving, she wanted to make our favorite things. So that was always really um nice but also growing up um my mom's family lived in Kentucky at the time well actually when I was really young they lived on the west side of the state and then when I got a little older they lived in Kentucky in Kentucky I can't talk sorry um and when my dad married my mom he promised her family that he would always bring her home for the holidays and that is a promise that my dad kept and so I, not really understanding the depth of what that meant to her and to my dad and um, my mom's family at the time, um, I remember being upset because I had never had a Christmas home. Like, I was always away. It was always out of 
my element. And so, you know, a lot of this <clears throat> of being home, waking up, having, you know, Christmas and your stocking and, you know, getting to see your friends and um, just all of those, those ideas that you're kind of, you know, told or sold uh, that that's what Christmas is. <laughs> I never had that. I was always on the road going to see my grandma and it was a different thing. And, you know, it was our own tradition, but Thanksgiving was kind of the holiday that I got, that we just got to have our little family at home. And so it was always something I really cherished and enjoyed. Um, and so my mom would cook our favorite things. And, and typically what would happen is um, we would, she would make some kind of brec- usually breakfast pizza. It was like something she made once or twice a year, um, which we loved. And um, she would make that, we would have that in the morning. Um, and then we would put up our tree with Christmas music and she would help in the beginning and then she'd get kind of started cooking. And, um, it was just, you know, our thing. And then we would have this lovely dinner and after dinner, we would always sit with her and my dad and give her our Christmas list. And that was, that was just a thing we did. And, uh, as we got older, um, my mom's family moved here and things kind of shifted. Um, which was a little hard for us because again, we were a little selfish about that day, but uh, it's, it's really good memories that I have with my mom and my dad. So, yeah. William. Uh, Thanksgiving uh, for us while growing up uh, was uh, just our time together. It was five of us, my oldest sister, um, my well, my middle sister. Then I was the uh, I was the baby in the family, quote unquote. And uh, uh, the smells of soul food cooking. Uh, we're from Alabama. Both of my parents are from the same hometown, Opelika, Alabama, right near Tuskegee and Auburn uh, University. So those traditions my uh, parents brought up north with them in the 1960s, and. Um, <coughs> In the black household, uh, the living room is sacred space. You don't sit in the living room. And uh, you also, for us, we didn't sit in the dining room. So Thanksgiving, the Christmases were the two holidays that we got to be grown up and to sit at the dining room table. Uh, And then also we got to have our first drink, uh, which was Morgan David wine, uh, my sisters and I. Uh, you know, from elegant perspective, we thought we were grown. Um, so that was our space. We had tons of relatives here, but we also had tons of relatives, uh, loads of relatives in Opelika, Alabama, and Atlanta, Georgia area uh, while growing up. But for so long, it would just be the five of us in our home on Thanksgiving uh, when uh, also a sacred time. Uh, but I think we changed our church membership maybe when I was at the age of 12. So Thanksgiving began to open up for us and our house became more and more crowded with God brothers and God sisters and church members. And our household for Thanksgiving was became loaded with people. And then as the years progressed on, uh, my sisters and I, we all met our spouses 
at the same church, began to have children, and their in-laws were in the city, and my in-laws were in the city. So Thanksgiving, as some of you have mentioned already, began to be the battle of houses, uh, waiting to get, my, to get to my parents' house, and it became a little bit more cluttered, if you will, uh, but still a sacred time. And our churches began to have the night before the Jacob's Night of Prayer, where you pray all night, uh, Wednesday night on Thanksgiving Eve and wake up in the morning. And then for a while there, we had the tradition of waking up and going to the parade. After about maybe 12 years of missing the parade, uh, we started waking up and taking, having was it mimosos or whatever, that orange uh, juice thing with the champagne and breakfast. And then going to Mimosas, the yeah. Whatever, yeah, you I'm not a big drinker. <laughs> so we had we had that. That was fun for my kids. That was a good tradition. Um, but most of all, just the stillness of Thanksgiving. It doesn't have all the hoopla for me that Christmas has with all the maybe responsibility uh, of getting gifts. Of course, for the kids, it's fun. But Christmas becomes a little bit more busier, even for adults, which I don't like. Thanksgiving is a little bit more just because or, or, or just gratefulness. And that was a big tradition for my family, especially with the elders, uh, with the older persons. I can appreciate that, uh, especially during this time of a pandemic. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I grew up, <clears throat> my Thanksgiving is kind of interesting for us. It was uh, very family uh, family oriented and uh, just immediate family because I grew up in the military as those of you who listen to the show uh know I grew up uh, all over uh born in Virginia lived in Virginia Maryland Washington DC Japan for 4 years North Carolina for 7 uh my mom and dad still have this uh, placard in the bathroom that says home is where the marines send you right and so we were separated from my uh from my father's family so nobody was showing up for for Thanksgiving except for for us, uh, and that was the way it was for most people who were in you know living on on base. Uh, was you just kind of did your own family thing, right? When you're when you're in the military, especially with kids, your kids are always it, it was it was like that stovetop stuffing commercial in the in the '90s where one kid finds out his mom is making stovetop st- uh, stove top stuffing, which by the way, do not bring stove top stuffing to Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. That stuff can fly every other day of the year. It's fine. It's quick. It's easy. It's flavorful, but not on Thanksgiving. Get some real stuffing. But either way, my life was kind of like that commercial where the one kid finds out his mom's making stove top. The other kid finds out his mom's making stove top. What time's dinner at your house? Seven. What time's dinner at yours? Eight. Awesome. And so kids were always eating at everybody else's house growing up uh, on base because you, you were just always having your, your friends uh, over. Well, on Thanksgiving, families didn't really do that. Military families really stuck to family um, and, and just really kind of dove deep there. So we did that. Uh, and we Our tradition was we would go to the movies during the day because um, movies come out on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are the two biggest days at the movie theater each year. Not this year, obviously we'll get into that a little bit later, but we would go to the movie theater. We would see a movie, which would be my, my dad and my siblings and my mom would stay home and she would cook. And that was her way of getting us out of her way. 
right? Just like, hey, you know what? Go watch a movie for a couple hours. That'll allow me to do kind of the busy work. And then you guys can come in and be noisy and, and all that jazz. Uh, and so that was a lot of fun. We had, uh, we had turkey and all the fixings. Uh, and then one of the big things that I remember about Thanksgiving was it was one of two days a year that my family ate together. That doesn't mean the kids didn't eat together. My mom would say, hey, dinner's done. We'd come in and eat. Um, but we never ate dinner as a family. Mom, dad, at you know, either end of the table and shared family meal except for Christmas and Thanksgiving. So that's a fond memory for me. Uh, and then, of course, you know, grew up, uh, ended up marrying uh, my wife and entered into her uh, family traditions, which she's already described a little bit. That was a little bit foreign to me because my family didn't necessarily do uh, the whole, hey, here's my Christmas list type deal. Uh, there was a JCPenney catalog growing up where we would circle things and give to my parents way before uh, Thanksgiving. But Black Friday wasn't really a thing in the video. Now with, with Jen's family, they have they pull out all the circulars. Um, you, you go through all the Black Friday shopping. It's going to be different this year, obviously. Uh, we'd circle what we want. And then Jen would go Black Friday shopping. I went one year and I said, never again. And I'm going to stick to that because it is not me. Uh, but it is uh, it is enjoyable that I know that there is kind of this routine that has continued from her family. And I've now been grafted into that. And now my parents are empty nesters. And so they come over to Don's house uh, for my mother-in-law, Don. Uh, they come over to her house for uh, Thanksgiving as well, uh, which is really quite nice. So my nieces are there. My mom and dad are there. I'm there. And we all share a meal with this, uh, with this large family. Um, obviously that's going to be different this year, but uh, Kent, Steve, uh, your, your Thanksgiving traditions growing up. Well, I was muted. I'm sorry. I had oh. <laughs> but go ahead, Kent. Um, all right. Thanksgiving traditions. At, I mean, we did something a little, a little off the wall. We ate, um, we ate turkey instead of the, the traditional roasted chicken. And, uh, and my, Wait, my, what? Gra- what did you say that Turkey wasn't the traditional thing? You said, no, my family, my family ate Turkey instead of the traditional chicken. Um, and then my grandmother was from the, she was a Southern. And so, <laughs> okay. I can, I'm sorry. You're what? so deadpan. I can't, t- you're, you are joking that the chicken is the traditional thing, right? I'm I'm confused. What what are you talking about? Okay, yeah. you said we did turkey what... instead of the tradition. You said we did turkey. Uh, it was off the wall. We did turkey instead of the traditional roasted chicken. Well, that's what every, everyone did. Uh, roasted chicken, though. That's what remember. Right. Uh, remember, uh, Mad John Madden did the uh, sure. Uh, you know the the roasted uh, the, the six legged chicken. The, the six legged chicken. Yeah, that's and he would thing. he would give a drumstick to every uh, from sure. the chicken. <laughs> the roasted Absolutely. chicken. Okay, so, so uh, all right, you, you hunt the chicken. Now, the- now I'm catching the now I'm catching the humor now. Or I was like, you're so deadpan. I was like, wait, did he actually think that chicken was traditional on Thanksgiving? Okay, okay. all right, got anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm late so, to the joke. Sorry. Okay, so we would. Have, <laughs> I don't think Kelvin, your your reaction was the joke. I mean, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Uh, you're yeah, welcome. So, um, I I'm here we, all night. I think we had, um, I think we had the the traditional food uh, gathering place was always my grand, uh, my maternal grandmother, my paternal grandmother wanted nothing to do with Thanksgiving. I swear to you, no, it's not that she hated Thanksgiving. It's that um, I obvi- 
Uh, right. It's like it's like what I heard this week. Remember, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. The Grinch hated people. Um, mm. My grandmother, my dad's mom. I have to tell you, I have no. I mean, she's been she's been dead eleven years, and uh, I and she died at ninety four. So I have no idea what they did on Thanksgiving dinner, uh, Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to guess nothing. I, I have no idea what they did. Anyway. So we were at my uh, my mom's mother with uh, her brothers and their families, and um, later that split up. And now, uh, lately, I have been uh, spending uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner with um, uh, with my brother and his family, and then I typically um, I typically uh, you know if it doesn't get out too late. I um, get out of there and drop in on uh, Steve's and uh, see you Thursday, buddy. Cause uh, yeah, see you Thursday. Yeah. So um, yeah. So, uh, Thanksgiving traditions, you know, I watch football. Um, I'm not alone in that. It's really nothing, uh, nothing outside <laughs> the box. Often I've seen a movie, not this year, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't have any, I don't have any great stories. Speaking of movies though, <laughs> okay, so Steve, Steve, besides uh, Kent sometimes dropping in on yours if he gets out early enough, yeah. Um, what, what are your traditions? Well, I was going to say, growing up, I had very few traditions with Thanksgiving. We um, dinner at my grandparents, football in the afternoon, watch the parade in the morning. It was actually that was it. It wasn't. Oh, like the parade! Six, I forgot yes, the, the parade. parade. Parades are great. Yeah. So there were six of us around a table for dinner. I mean, so it wasn't like we we didn't have a very large family, and so we didn't have a lot of the the warm and fuzzy family gatherings for thanksgiving i i actually have more uh traditions as i'm older that i've developed than i ever did as a kid so i mean we do calvin you've come before we we do a dinner the night before uh Mm -hmm. thanksgiving uh it's some sort of italian food i'm not italian but i try to make it and so jen uh calvin uh, various members of your family have uh uh, you know come over on the, the night before thanksgiving and we've eaten lasagna or whatever i try to make so uh so you know what's that it's it's amazing it's always so yummy it is it's a lot and it's a lot of fun we have people around the table we usually some different people each year uh that you know some it's not always the same people some different friends have come depending on the year uh so we we do that um thanksgiving day is kind of still the same thing except instead of my grandparents when i was a kid we go to my uh, mom, mother-in-law's uh, for uh, dinner, which Cal, uh, Kent drops in on. Uh, and o- then actually... Often not the dinner. I leave, no, you, not, I yeah, leave you the dignity of your own meal. The dignity, the, yeah, but the pie afterwards. Yes, exactly. Yes. Sure. Yes. Uh, and then actually the day after now, uh, my oldest daughter, Anastasia, and I will get up at 5 a.m. And we'll pick one item that we will buy. Online. They no, don't no, directly no. leave the house. No, no, no. We, we go up to the store. Five we we go. We pick one item. One it, one year it was a television. Another year it was a it was a knife set. It was just it's it's uh, it's one thing we pick that's a good price, and we set out at five a.m. We'll stand in the line. Uh, we will get this item. We will get Krispy Kreme and coffee on the way home, and then we'll be home by like six thirty, seven a.m. Wow. And it's become one of my favorite traditions, actually. Uh, I hope we can still do that, something like that this year. And then we go cut down a tree, which is something I, I never done. 
Not a I, Christmas I, tree, <laughs> just a random tree. Just a tree. Just, it's usually, our neighbors maple, hate us. Our neighbors hate us. It's a maple tree occasionally. It's it's in a neighbor's yard. It's sometimes it's in the median of the highway. I'll yeah. just cut it down. My neighbor, it's my my neighbor's azaleas. They're just yeah. gone. I don't even take it home. I just cut it down no, and go just cut it down. It. <laughs> it's like it's in the street. It's I, like a reverse it Johnny Apple. <laughs> it was a telephone pole one year. It was my mistake. <laughs> it was dark, and uh, but I left uh, quickly. But <laughs> Thanksgiving man. had a little bit too much eggnog. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I understand. Not. But anyway, so we, we cut down the tree. I we we go out to this place at you know thirty two mile road. I cut down this tree in the snow and the mud, the rain, whatever. I'm on the ground cutting this thing down. I drag the thing a quarter mile. To- and we bring the thing home and we put up a tree because uh when i got married i was an artificial tree person and my wife was a real tree person so we got married and uh, much like samuel l jackson and, much like samuel yeah. l jackson in pulp fiction uh when his wife was a vegetarian so he pretty much was a vegetarian yeah. uh i am now pretty much a real tree person and so we do this and uh and then actually uh coincidentally on the night after thanksgiving a tradition for like 18 years is Kent and RC time. and myself will watch Pulp An- Fiction. Another friend of ours, yes. Yeah, we have a, yes, a, nice. a viewing Pulp of Pulp Fiction. Fiction. And that's our okay. that is our Thanksgiving tradition. And that is that is it. Very, very cool. Um, so so real quick, real quick. Best Thanksgiving side dish. Go. Stuffing. All right. Mm. Kent says Best stuffing or dressing dish. Uh, when I was a kid, I do remember uh, baked apples. It was uh, apples like cut in half. Is that your answer? You just gotta, it's got to be quick apples. on this one. Got to be quick oh, on this gosh. one. Baked apples. Oh, baked you're apples. in. You're baked done. Apples. I'm muting you. You're done. Baked apples. All right. So, Josh, what do you got? What you got? Huh? Uh, dinner rolls. Those are fine. Good. Bravo. What? What is the no? No. Dinner no. Rolls doesn't count. Mm-mm. No. Calvin. You may have not had dinner you, rolls like Josh you put ra- Don't judge oh. him until you know. Ooh. Josh puts raisins in potato salad. You just no, know. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, don't, don't, no. no, no. Side rolls. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's wait. My, to, uh, my aunt makes Josh. the best dinner rolls. Yeah. You know what? Okay. RC, Josh, our friend, Kent and I, our friend RC makes dinner rolls every Thanksgiving. He puts time into it. It could be really dish. good. They're you the eat it. You eat no. it. To the side dish. Oh. You, 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 you did not dish. give rules to this. No, no, no. You did not no, give no, no, no. rules so, to no. this. Dinner, ro- dinner rolls are absolutely the spoon for side dishes. That's that's what that is. Not if it's good potatoes? enough. If it, no, 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 no. Now, what Josh is saying is his rolls are so good, you don't need to put anything on them. Kevin, you may have some sick-ass rolls. And they may be terrible, and you got to put stuff on them. But Josh, he has great rolls. He doesn't He's acting like side. No, 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 no. He's acting like it's like Logan's Steakhouse rolls. Like the buttery rolls that just come out <laughs> no, of butter. As I, as I step back. If it's back, like that, okay. Conversation. <laughs> I'm kind of you know trying to, to project, to astral right. project myself out of my body and just watch this conversation and i will right. say it got a lot more fiery than I thought it was you know what? let let's get to okay. cal i can't wait to see get to cal jen let's go to yours what is yours oh um i'm i'm kind of torn between a few so i'm gonna say uh, all right we'll, we'll say green bean casserole oh that's a good one that'd be i, I should have said that fair enough William, William, what you, uh, hold on, let me, let me unmute you. I'm going to, asking you to unmute. Um, 
That's a good one, John. Hey, uh, William, unmute yourself. You're you're muted right now. I think. There you go. So so what's your what's your uh, favorite side dish? Thanksgiving side dish. Chicken and dumplings. Oh, chicken and dumplings. That sounds like an entree to me. Is that a side? That dish? sounds like a completely different it's, thing. That's it's awesome. A, it's a side dish to us because we have such a massive. Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the thing you need to understand about the stays on the side by the stove. And that way I can get the more of it I want. It's a side dish for us because we I have like dumplings. There, there is a meme. There, there's a meme online right now, and it, 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 it plays along racial lines, but it says white people's Thanksgiving, and it like lists like the, the nine to ten things. And Roasted then chicken. The, the, right. the, the, yeah, the black <laughs> people's <laughs> list. You, the black people's list, and it's funny when it's on Facebook, you're scrolling for a good <laughs> solid minute and a half, two minutes <laughs> before you get to the bottom of that list because there's so many weird. different things in, involved. Okay, but, I love that. In defense. You've seen my mother's house. <laughs> I have seen yeah. your mother's house. She's cooking for 50 people. That stuff is good. Um, I am, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the so one much. that I loved growing up and the one that I, that I love now being married. So growing up, uh, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was definitely the dressing. I loved the dressing, right? But now that I'm married to Jen, her mom makes this sweet potato casserole. That is, let's just put it this way. So my friend, my friend, Tim, tasted this sweet potato casserole, just said he liked it in passing. My mother-in-law made him a whole plate he of it. Great. He took it He took it to a family event. They ate it all. He was mad. She made him another one. He ate that himself. <laughs> and now, now this year, because of COVID, right? We, we're, we're not doing the, the same traditional family gathering. I make and it. Jen's like, I'm going to make the sweet, my mom's sweet potato casserole. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're a great cook, but She's like, what? I cook just like my mom. I was like, yeah, but I've had your mom's and I don't want to risk. I don't want to risk anything. She's, she's going to do fine. It's going to be great. It's going to taste just the same. But before I got married to you, half the time, if we were making it and bringing it somewhere, like my mom would be like, hey, Jen, can you make that? And I'll mix this up over here. Like, it's not my first time. I'm just saying I haven't been around for that scenario yet. Right. So it could have been the one year that it was off. Right. So <laughs> Calvin, have you had Kelvin, have you had my sweet potato casserole before? Have you had it? I don't know if I make it at Thanksgiving. It's good. It's real good. It's very that's, good. That's 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 the sound that I make when you ask me have I had something mm-hmm. and I'm actually just saying, Screw your sweet potato casserole. That's how good my mother in law's is. You know what? I don't need to share it with you. I'm offended that you even offered. I'm gonna actually I'm offended that you even offered. You know what? I'm you were speaking your, ill I'm of my portion. mother. You're... I'm going to eat your portion. That stuff I made for you? No, I'm going to eat it now. Well, good, good. Go good. ahead and eat your yeah. nasty. Be... Go ahead and oh, eat your oh, nasty oh, sweet potato oh, casserole. You don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have some of Josh's rolls, <laughs> and then I'm going to have some of my sweet potato casserole. I've got to say, the last time I was on this show, Last time I was on the show, we talked about abortion, euthanasia, right. uh, homosexual marriage, and it wasn't nearly as vicious as this conversation. Oh. Do we need to have a, a sweet potato casserole like face-off? Oh. We'll have like a, a competition I mean, of blind people. People come profoundly, down to food. passionately disagree on issues of, of life and death and economics, but man, put dessert into it. No, it's not dessert. Uh, Sweet potato casserole is not dessert. That is not dessert at all. It's not, not dessert. 
No. Oh, nope. okay. It's casserole. Oh, I heard the word sweet. Hey, that, hey, hey William, you it. sound like you, William, you sound like you're underwater right now. What were you saying? I said, what's in the casserole? Sweet potatoes. Oh, no, I believe. I'm, no, I mean, sweet potatoes. Sure, sure. But, it has like, the raisins in it. No, but it no, has the marshmallows on top. No, no, I don't put raisins or marshmallows in it. Marshmallows goes on top. Marshmallows like, got to go on I top. I don't like marshmallows. Yeah. But my See. mother, my mother-in-law's does not have the marshmallow, and that when I, when it was first served me, I was like, I can't eat this on principle because there are no marshmallows. Mm. And then I ate it, and now oh, I'm like, like, So your mother-in-law doesn't have marshmallows either. All right. No, it does not. I don't have. I don't, I don't like marshmallows though. Oh, it's so well, good, Calvin. I have to say, <laughs> I. Go ahead, Jen. Did you uh, say yours doesn't have marshmallows either? Yeah, I don't put marshmallows either. See? I don't like marshmallows. See, okay, so here's the deal. And and I, I will say this. Uh, I am a fan every other day of the year of Boston Market, Boston Kitchen's sweet potato. Sweet potato casserole that they make there. It's really good. And they always have the marshmallows on top. Sweet potato casserole was not a dish growing up that we had at Christmas. What is we just did the whole kitchen? In Boston, Boston Market, Market? They, they're, sometimes, they're sometimes called Boston Market, sometimes called Boston Kitchen. Back in 1999, there was a place in. called Boston Market. It's been yeah. closed for like 15 years, though, right? Anyway, there's, there's one right around the corner from me. Is there? We still get food there. Yes. Right, okay, okay, um, okay. Okay. They do prime rib now, which is nuts. Yeah. Calvin, I have yeah. to tell you, when you're talking about your <laughs> when you're talking about your mother-in-law and all and what she makes, what is of course in my mind is this woman. She is Caucasian, yes. <laughs> um, oh yes, she means well. Yes, she means well. It is very noble well, of yes. her to cook for everyone. <laughs> I didn't say I ate her potato salad. salad. <laughs> I did not say I ate her potato salad. No, no, no. That's the raisins. In? My mom's potato terrible. salad is the bomb. It's amazing, actually. I also just happen to hate potato salad. I do not like potato salad. I don't like I'll, cold I'll like potatoes. Potato I like. I've never liked cold potato potatoes. Salad. So. Yeah, and, and that's I don't like I don't like mustard, but either way. So we got our favorite uh, we got our favorite dishes. I will um, before we move on. I did want to say, and I don't expect to hear from everyone. I did want to say a word about. Uh, are you familiar with chess pie? No. Okay. When 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 my uh, like I mentioned, my grandmother who hosted Thanksgiving was a Southerner, and we grew up having instead of pumpkin pie, we had chess pie. See, like the game chess pie. And I never had it as a kid because I didn't like unfamiliar foods. And so when I got still to don't. be, in, still don't, right? No, that's uh, when I when <laughs> I got very to true, be, right? still true. When I got to be uh, an adult, or you know, maybe sixteen, seventeen, I said, you know what? It's time for me to try chess pie because the adults seem to really, really be into this this pie that nobody can really define what's in it. There's like flour, butter, <laughs> eggs, whatever. It's this mysterious, nobody can define what's in it. It's just, it's, it's fr- from the, the South. And, uh, and so they made me a piece of chess pie and let me tell you chess pie is off. It's squirrel. Uh, it sucks. Uh, chess. I boy, did I miss nothing for the first, however long I didn't have it. And so that two bites of chess pie is the end of my chess pie experience. All right. So here's the deal, though. Yeah. A lot of things that the rest of us would eat, Kent doesn't eat, though. Oh, this- oh yeah. Absolutely. So, so I just looked it up. Recipe, I just, I just looked it up. A sugar pie with cornmeal. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked it up uh, online. Uh, the way it got its name, according to the Washington Post, was in the South, it was called, oh, it's just pie. It, it's just pie. It, oh, oh, it's just pie. 
Just pie. And its name became its chest pie. So, so okay. Uh, anyhow, that sounds disgusting. And it kind of uh, was. Yeah. No one should ever bring well, that to my house. Okay, I mean, so like, I, oh, I, have you. To, I have to bring up something. <laughs> Nobody brought up sweet, but like mashed potatoes. Those are fun. That's, that's whatever. I'm just saying, they're, they're mashed potatoes with Thanksgiving is like a must have. You can have it, but it's, they're, just not, they're just not my favorite. Do you put garlic in them? Good. Only Do you put garlic in them? It depends on what I garlic put. Mash- oh, yeah, absolutely. I put garlic in them. No, garlic in the mashed potatoes. Okay, but so now here's a question. Here's the thing. If you are, if they're not good mashed potatoes, then you can forget them. But if they're really good, they're one of the stars of the show. <laughs> that that is true. Now here's a, here's another question: Did any of you grow up with yep. those family members who would show up, <clears throat> make a to-go plate, put it in the car, and then come back in and and share a meal? Absolutely not. No, That's- my family was so small; it was like six of us. So we, didn't, I mean, we didn't have that. We never. Okay. My it is, mom would um, have gotten it, mad at somebody if they had done. It. You can make a plate after everybody is eaten, but you don't get to be like you don't get to hoard it. You know what I mean? Apparently, it is. It is. It is not something I grew up with because I told you how I grew up with the military. But mm-hmm. you know, as I and this is this is why I'm not as good at at, at this black card revoke game as I, I was hoping I would be. But uh, it is apparently a quintessentially black and Hispanic thing that happens at large family gatherings where there's always those family members. A few who show up, go in, make it to go box, put it in the car, and then come in and eat, um, which is kind of nuts. I'm, I mean, I'm familiar with the stereotype. It's just nothing I've seen. I, I mean, I, I talked to a lot of friends who are like, yep, exactly how it is. I can't even tell you who it is. I'm like, okay, all right. So, like, we, we definitely had like the family members, and maybe this is like the equivalent if there is one. Um, we definitely had the family members who would like come in and really like take way more than their share you know what i mean like in the first ones in line and you know and and my mom be all upset because they ate a bunch of it and nobody's even gotten it yet and you know you want to make sure there's enough for everybody as a cook like i i swear my mom cooked even more because she knew those people were gonna do that Uh (laughs) okay so speaking of of karen's bland ass potato salad that she should keep to herself (laughs) she means well not even <laughs> <into> paprika. <laughs> yeah, no, no paprika. No paprika. Um, so if you don't know what we're referring to, we're referring to the Black Panther Celebrity Jeopardy episode on SNL. It was hilarious. Chadwick Boseman was on. Uh, it was great. But, um, you know, God rest his soul, right? So is there... So, so Kent, you brought up chess pie. Someone brings chess yeah. pie. Like, get, get that out of here. Was there ever anybody who showed up for a family holiday with a dish where you were like how dare you bring yeah. this across the all right all right, all right so wow so so uh <laughs> I, so i i jen mentioned earlier uh uh green bean casserole all right so my wife and i make a green bean casserole a really good green bean casserole yeah sometimes we so don't good it takes two that. people but sometimes well i make it sometimes she makes okay it. We, we have the same, we work on the same recipe, so we make it the same. But occasionally we don't, like when there's a, a call out to family members to bring a side, yeah. if we can't get there and somebody else gets there first and they, they then make it poorly because it's just yeah. substandard compared to our, all the versions mm. are actually substandard compared to our green bean casserole. And so it's really disappointing when we don't get there Wait, first. You don't, you don't make a backup green bean casserole to keep in the car just in case it's a total failure. Like, hey, I just happened to make this for another thing I'm going to tonight, but that got canceled. 
It was ever we happening. Do. And then you bring we it do. in. You do. Yeah. We do. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I will. I, I, I will say. <laughs> we run it in. <laughs> I, two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Run it yeah, in. We did it. We did it. What oh, we that? didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Josh, anybody, anybody in your family bring it? Bring something, and you're like, oh hell no, Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I, 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 I mean, I I can't think of anything in which I was like, "How dare you!" But I do know <laughs> I've been hyperbolic. I mean, <laughs> right, right. My my uh, great grandmother, as she was getting older in life and suffering from the effects of Alzheimer's, um, sometimes her her casseroles would, would become increasingly questionable. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't eat an Alzheimer's casserole. You're just a horrible I, person. I, I'm sure it was fine. No, it was. Just, I don't think Josh should be back on our show. <laughs> First, well, you're, you're still looking back at the roles from earlier. You need to let that go, Calvin. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I hear you though, Steve. Like, how do you mess up green bean casserole? Like, it's you can green beans in it. Oh I, no! Oh, I had one time, and I was like, "This is not right. Something is wrong." And then I was like. Oh, I think they made this with cream of chicken soup. This is not right. <laughs> it's because all they did was lop a bunch of green beans into a into a bowl and sprinkle something on it and say it was done. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> William, uh, anybody in the family where you're just like, mm, please, 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 we'll we'll do the cooking. Just you, just come. You just come. I, I no. Everyone is just excellent cooks. What I hate is store bought stuff. You okay. know, like. Uh, Costco potato salad, and I mean, I like things that people put the, an effort to it. Um, I like that loaded potato salad. I mean, that stuff is. I'll, I'll bet the cooks at Costco put the, <laughs> their heart and soul into it. You know what? I will. I'll take a Costco a little steak on it. I'll take. I'll take a Costco pumpkin pie though. Sure. No, hey, no, look. No, apparently, no. William's family is just putting out bangers. All yeah, the families in the kitchen. Just, like they're all. They're all great. They are good. <laughs> oh, you, go. you look at too skinny. Eat. Come here. Come here. Come yeah. here. Come here. <laughs> I do have a question. What is a green bean salad? A green bean casserole. What? Green bean. Green bean casserole. What is that? Oh. The way. Oh. It is. I never had all right. It. All right. Hold up. Uh, Cal, are you it sending is... it to him? No, 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 I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm actually looking up. There is a, uh, there is a chart. Is it like a seven layers uh, thing or whatever? No, 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 no. It's a lo- essentially like, um, well, pretty much the most basic versions of them are essentially like a cream of mushroom soup kind of thing with green beans and then French onions on top. Really? Oh, we don't do French onions. No, no. What do you oh, do? Really? how do we do it there's a lot of i mean there's sour cream there's a lot there's minced onions uh, i don't pepper i don't don't know how this is butter lots of cheese so i don't know how this is uh this is done but there's a there's a few maps you can find online i think this is kind of fun and and, uh bring some levity to life but there is a map of the united states i'm going to kind of show you here boop there you go google it but it is for the the listeners at home it is, yeah, I know, right? It is the most popular Thanksgiving sides. So each state has the most popular Thanksgiving side. What is Oklahoma? If it's a dinner roll, you're eating it, Kyle. <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma is rolls. It is yes. rolls. Yes. Oh my God. 
Yes! I'm telling you. Yes. Uh, it is oh. like play roles. Suck Can I it, get Calvin. his biscuits? Okay, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma right, so wins can... the day. <laughs> so, Utah, <laughs> so Utah, Oklahoma, <laughs> Utah and Oklahoma are rules. And then a state who's, oh, crap. Oh. This is what I, I'm terrible at geography. Those Midwestern states, I don't always know all of them. But there are Michigan, three states Michigan. where, uh, four states. <laughs> Apparently, rolls are also big in West Virginia. Yes, but but green bean casserole is big in Michigan, Ohio, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, Idaho. Um, what is two states above? Uh, two states above Oklahoma, Nebraska, Kansas, and Nebraska. Okay, so Kansas is cream corn. Uh, and then green bean casserole Ugh. is in the Green corn is good if it's so, made right. Not uh, that but, but in the South, shit, Steve. Georgia, South Carolina, them. North Carolina, and Virginia are mac and cheese. Yes. Macaroni That's why you cheese. like mac and cheese, Cal, for yours. In red states, I, that, I, I was born in Virginia. I love mac and cheese. And it so, cannot have less than five cheeses at Thanksgiving and Christmas. You bring yeah, more cheeses, I'm a, you can get the hell I'm out okay. of my house. I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm good <laughs> so with no, that. No, so, macaroni Cal, uh, cheese. You said no to cream corn. Not the canned shit, but Cal's even decided he likes the cream corn Bob makes. Uh, yeah. cream, way different. I, like I, grew up hating, I, I grew up hating cream corn. And, uh, nah, I don't like cream corn. It's, Cal, so it's, I, found it's this, I found this map. Here's what's, right, here's cool. what's most interesting about this map to me. <clears throat> let, me start, uh, let me start by telling you uh, what's interesting about this map by taking you back a few years to to the uh, listener, longtime listeners might know that I uh, have a history uh, writing life insurance, and the only life insurance policy I ever wrote in the state of Hawaii took months and months to get done uh, to get through underwriting because this man was over five hundred pounds. Okay. I remember this. You remember him. So he was over 500 pounds. He was very, very difficult to get insured. And so, I, though I, he was in Hawaii, so and I never in anything. I never, yeah. I never saw him personally. But I imagine at over 500 pounds, he looked like the Hawaiian stereotype, right? Like the king of Hawaii. Yokozuna. So, Yokozuna. So as you look at this, uh, it's true. He's Japanese. Um, Actually, no, he was he was Hawaiian. Oh, okay. was he from he was Hawaii? Hawaii. Yeah, he played a Japanese character, but he was from Hawaii. So as I look at this map, I look down and I see that Hawaii's favorite side dish is gravy. Uh. <laughs> not, not gravy on anything. They just have not a just gravy. table <laughs> of gravy. And I think about that client and think, yep, that fits. Wait, here's a, here's a question about gravy, though. What kind? Do, no, not not. Well, that's not my question. Do you make your plate and then, with maybe the exception of sweet potato casserole, put gravy on everything? Not everything. No, I really didn't. I used light gravy on everything. Okay. Now I will tell you this. I, I, <laughs> this is where we're playing along those racial lines again. Remember that whole list of stuff at black people's houses and the list at white people's houses. So at at white Thanksgiving, I can pretty much put gravy on everything. And, Black Thanksgiving, there's just there's ribs here. I'm like, why are there ribs at Thanksgiving? You can't put gravy on ribs. So I put Thanksgiving on, I, I put uh, gravy on everything if I'm generally at a white person's house for Thanksgiving. You would put they make the gravy, 
You would put gravy. They make the things you can put gravy on. You would put gravy on macaroni and cheese. Oh heck yes! It's gonna bleed anyway. I don't. I don't put gravy on. I don't put gravy on anything. I put gravy on literally like the sweet, not the sweet potatoes, the mashed potatoes, and like the turkey. Maybe on the dressing if it looks dry. That's it. If I have to put gravy on it, it's probably one that good this in the first place. I only use gravy yeah. to cover up bad cooking. I so like I also, on the, but if the turkey's dry, I'll use not, gravy. If the potatoes favorite, are bad, I'll use gravy. It's not my favorite side. It's not my favorite side, but okay. I, I would qualify that gravy is actually a side to cover like up other bad thing. sides. No, I mean, not <laughs> it's a cover side. It's a cover side. Potatoes and gravy. It's not. Just gravy. And it's, what's with the state of Maine that's saying their favorite side dish is a cake? side salad? <laughs> oh my! Well, they're lame. Thanks. They're lame. Okay. Side salad. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so let's 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 do this. We uh, we don't have to take long here, but uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show. But we are in we're in a pandemic, right? Uh, what? Unfortunately, and. Uh, I thought I was going to go away magically, right? Uh, I, I took bleach, and it's still here. Um, yeah. But no. Um, what did you do with the bleach is the question. <laughs> things have uh, changed significantly across the United States. COVID cases have, uh, have spiked. Uh, Michigan is currently uh, on a three-week pause, not as full of a lockdown as we were uh, in, you know, like March and April, but we're definitely back on, hey, uh, please do not travel out of the state. Please keep your gatherings to uh, 10 or less or don't have them at all. Um, Josh, what's what's Oklahoma looking like right now? Oh, I, I take care of someone who's chronically ill. So to be completely honest with you, I haven't been paying attention. I can't get out anyways. But I, okay. I think it's something similar. I know that uh, Oklahoma and the city of Tulsa, where I live, can be a little bit different. The mayor's a little bit more restrictive. So I, I think it's probably something pretty similar. We're, we're supposed to restrict ta- okay. traveling. And what I have found, Josh, and I don't know if this is true in Oklahoma, and a lot of states that you th- that uh, where the governors have not made any kind of mandates, a lot of individual cities have. My brother-in-law's uh, wedding was he was planning on getting very, married down in Nashville. Every city down there in Tennessee has individual mandates for every city, even though the governor has refused to do so. So it seems like even when the governor of states doesn't do what <clears throat> uh, Governor Whitmer has done in Michigan in the past, that individual mayors of, t- of cities have made those those mandates or or closings of of different um, establishments. Well, that being said, that's it's, that's going to affect everybody's Thanksgiving. So, uh, how how are each of you celebrating Thanksgiving this year? Since you know, alone, we're not in supposed a box. to be traveling in a box with one with one finger up through the box so that I may consider how I've offended my friends. Ken, Ken's just sitting at a table going, what am I going to do with all this damn turkey? <laughs> we all eat roasted chicken. We don't know what you're doing with the turkey. The meaning of the box. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, what are you guys... Uh, I mean, we're not we're not doing much at, at all uh, in terms of Thanksgiving. We've got our turkey. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a little you know make a little meal. There are a couple people who have nowhere to go and they're completely alone and they've been sequestered for forever. So we've said, hey, you know, come eat at our table. You can sit at one end, and we'll eat at the other. Um, but what about um, what about you guys? What are you what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving this year? My grandmother, who's from the south, 
I don't know how this differs from the beginning of the show. um, I know what I I know what our house. I mean, we we, we're not doing the the thanks the Thanksgiving Eve dinner, which I I love to do. We're not doing that. Yeah, Um, I really hurt our feelings. Yeah, I figure out what we're doing Wednesday now. I know. Well, take it up with the governor (laughs) or the Michigan Health Department or whoever. Right, right. Obviously, obviously. Um, the so I, I know on Thanksgiving we're we're still going to my mother in law's house and I think a couple of the families are going and then for those who are going to be there everyone's going to get their own individual table we're all going to wear masks so we're doing what we can do and then on we're we're still going to cut the tree down I know on Friday hold, hold not gonna, back up yeah did you say at your Thanksgiving everyone will have their own table yeah Debbie is Debbie for every fa- any family that's going to be there you're getting your own table so that you're, you're spending any close time with the people you live with. So like, Oh, oh I th- that's per family. I yes, thought you meant every person gets their <laughs> own table. This is, I was like, how trying, many you know tables now, did she have? Yeah. Now that is a throwback <laughs> to my childhood of tray tables in the basement. Having yeah. to go sit down there. But anyway, Oh, so gotcha. No, nice. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, thought, so it sounded like so, you were yeah. like, all right, everybody out to the great hall where apparently we yeah. have <laughs> a million yeah, square no. feet. No, no. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's it'll, it'll be different. Well, I've already kind of said what Jen's doing because because we're married. Um, not my William. house. Sorry, coming to your house. Yeah, no. Um, um, pretty much. Anything else you know that I don't know, Jen? Or do we have? We don't have to go anywhere, do we? We don't. We're not going anywhere, right? Uh, not that I know of. Um, yeah, it's my mom is is not feeling well right now. So she's <clears throat> off the table as well, as far as, you know, doing things. Um, so she is waiting to hear back on her test, but she has had a lot of symptoms in either. She has some kind of, you know, bad flu cold thing, or she has COVID and we're just hoping that it is um, mild and that she gets better soon. Um <clears throat> So yeah, I have not been around her. Um, but we are obviously not going to be around her for Thanksgiving either. So yeah. Well, uh, Steve's going to be up at five thirty on Friday morning. So if you want to be at Target, <laughs> um, we'll see where we'll see where it's going to well, be. Yeah. My my thing is, I just want her well. So I'm hoping that she's feeling better by then. Um, and yeah, that would be that would be lovely for her to. To be feeling up to it, maybe we can drop her a plate off on her porch for her to have a meal. So, uh, Josh, William. Well, Sundays, <clears throat> every Sunday is Thanksgiving at my parents' house. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the whole family, my well, my sisters with the Lord now, but uh, our family, our grandkids, all of us gathered at my parents' house every Sunday. So that's a tradition. So I'm thinking. That probably will be the same thing for Thanksgiving, about maybe the 20 normal of us that are there because we traverse one among one another throughout the week, if you will. So we'll probably be uh, doing that probably a little bit more condensed setting, uh, if you will. Number may be limited. We don't know yet, but it will ha- still have the same, you know, effect. Um, yeah, we'll be doing, doing the same thing, not probably with all the hoopla but food from everywhere whatever 
And for those that can't come, they'll, we'll take carryouts and drop them off to others as we've uh, done over the years. But uh, the whole point is making sure that everyone is safe and taken care of and above all loved and safe and secure. So Awesome. Josh, you said uh, you haven't been doing much of anything anyway. You said you're taking care of someone who's chronically ill. Um, just to plan the two of you together. I don't, I don't know the dynamic there. Yeah, well, we are planning on making an inordinate amount of food, and we are keeping our fingers crossed because it has been um, unseasonably warm here in Oklahoma, and it looks like the weather may be amicable to us having a small group in the backyard where we've had had some friends over before. So we might have a certainly non-traditional, much smaller scaled bag, but maybe my folks and a few other friends over. Okay, awesome. Um, Well, I I think that's... I guess that's where we land the plane tonight. We don't have to go much further. I hope everybody has a a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks for having such a, a fun and exceptionally heated episode <laughs> about uh, why rolls are not a side dish. Um, well, where they <laughs> are in 17 states. Right? So <laughs> I got I got to tell you, I got to tell you, pulling up the map was probably the the funniest part of the night because of rolls being the number one side dish in Oklahoma. I, I know what I'm talking about, Calvin. <laughs> you really do. You're typical Oklahoman over here, liking rolls, not willing to shake the boat, <laughs> shake things up. Uh, but no, I think that, that that's so funny. I've never heard that before. Uh, so uh, maybe I need to come out to Oklahoma some Thanksgiving and have some of these rolls because our roll game up here in the Midwest is apparently not not that good. But if you come up here, we'll we got some uh, green bean casserole for you. Mm. Sure, some sweet potato uh, casserole. And so sweet potato casserole, but our, our favorite side dish here in Michigan is apparently green bean casserole. That's, that's what it is. But Hey, uh, thank you uh, to, to all of our guests for, for being on tonight. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And for those of you listening to leading questions, uh, thanks so much for listening to leading questions with Calvin Moore. Make sure you check out our website, leadingquestionsnow.com, where you can find all of our episodes from this season, the previous six seasons uh, and uh, bios, the calendar of upcoming topics, and even suggest topics for us to talk about. If you're interested in bringing our program out to your college, university, or organization once things are safe, email us at hello at leadingquestionsnow.com, and we will get back to you. And don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and, of course, the Podcast Detroit app. Please leave a review, and we will see you in a couple weeks.